Hi, my name is Emily Davis, and welcome to Through the Seasons Podcast. During this podcast, we will come together through any season of life to be reminded of God's goodness and sovereignty. Whether you are on your way to work, running another errand, drinking a cup of coffee, or wherever else God has you, I'm so happy that you are here joining me today. Hello, thank you so much for joining us today. I am super excited about this episode, but I want to go ahead and let you know up front that this is a convicting and somewhat hard one. So I just want to prepare you and have you ready because I've been convicted and my heart's prayer is that you will be convicted for whether a season you're going through now or one that you will go through and that it will not be of condemnation, but one of conviction, as I said, and that it is God just speaking to you and is like, hey, sister, or hey, daughter, not sister, sorry. Hey, daughter, I'm just so, you know, ready to fully take you out of this and ready to bring you into my goodness and faithfulness. So anyways, I'm going to pray real quick because I am a little nervous, but I just believe that God can just say so much through this. So dear God, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for every woman or man that is listening to this. And I just pray that their hearts are just touched and that they um, really just hear you in this all, Lord, that it is not me, it is them, it is you just speaking to them. And Lord, that um, we just want to grow closer to you and Lord that we can truly battle a Naomi heart and just be so focused on all the good you're doing in our life and just trust in your faithfulness. And Lord, we love you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. So as you just heard, we are going to be talking about Naomi. So if you know anything about your Bible and if you don't, There is a book in the Bible, there are two actually, that are named after women. And what is crazy is that both women, well, I I think this is true about Esther too, but um, Naomi, or not Naomi, Ruth, which is what, um, which is the book that Naomi is in, Ruth wasn't even one of God's people. She was a Moabite. So it's so crazy that not only is there two books in the Bible, but especially Ruth, which is four chapters, Ruth is in the Bible, but she wasn't even, really she was cast out by um, the the Israelite, well, God's people. Um, I'm not going to go like full into detail because honestly, I don't want to mess anything up too. But um, she was a Moabite and then when they traveled back, um, she was still an outcast. She was in foreign land. And so if you don't know the book of Ruth, it's in the Old Testament and it's four chapters and it is about, um, really God's faithfulness and how he redeems all situations. And so we are introduced to Naomi, who is, um, not old, but like, She's probably around grandmother age, I guess. And so she and her husband left their town and moved to Moab, which was not of their God, not, um, it was foreign land, and then had two boys, raised their boys up in a foreign land. And because the land that they were in before had a famine and they, you know, wanted to prosper instead of waiting on God, waiting for what he was going to do, they just left. They took matters in their own hands. How often do we do that? So anyways, Naomi and her husband and her two boys go and they live a life and um, obviously they kind of adapt into some of the Moabite ways, but 
anyways, um, her husband ends up dying. And I don't know if, if her husband died like before her sons got married or after. I guess I'd have to look. But her husband dies. She has two boys. She has the daughter-in-laws. They're both Moabites. And then both of her boys die. So Naomi is in a even though she's been there for a while, she's not in her hometown, not with any family, except for the two ladies, two girls that married into her family. So she decides she's going to go back to her hometown and hope that there's someone there that can take care of her. And she tells her daughter-in-laws to leave. And of course, um, they both say they're going to stay with her. But then, you know, she keeps telling them, don't come, don't come. Like, I'm, God hates me, all this stuff. And so, Orpa ends up leaving, but Ruth stays. And there's a very famous verse, you know, you often see it above, like, a bed. <laughs> and it says, um, you know, where you go, I will go. That's what Ruth says to her. Where you go, I will go. Who your God is is who my God is. And so, Ruth truly, you know, took the the marriage vow seriously that she became that family and she took care of she she really needed to go back to her home like her parents and and remarry or be taken care of but instead she said I'm gonna go with Naomi and take care of her because I guess that's how much she loved her husband again I don't know all that but anyways I've studied this story so many times and you know I always focused on uh Ruth and God's faithfulness and Boaz and I'm not going to go into a whole lot. I really hope you would go and just study this book if you haven't. There's a really good resource by the Daily Grace Company where I studied this and it's based on the book of Ruth and I can link that in the notes. But anyways, I, I never truly noticed Naomi's anguish and all that happened with her. And I, you know, I want to say like, I know Naomi went through a lot. Like she lost her husband. She lost her babies, like her sons. I know they were older, but you know, mama, they're always your babies. She had no man to take care of her. She was in a foreign land. She may not even even wanted to go there. And so she was really walking through a mental and physical valley. But she also missed all that God was doing because she was too focused on all that was taken away from her, or all that was lost, all the bad that was going on. And I do that so often. I have a Naomi heart because she didn't even like talk about how thankful she was that Ruth stayed with her. She didn't even notice how good it was and that Ruth stayed. She didn't notice the good within the valley. How often do we all like miss the flowers that are growing because we're too busy talking about how we don't want to keep walking through this stinking valley or walk up the mountain because like we just want to be in all the good. And she even says in Ruth 1, 20 through 22, when they get back to her hometown of Bethlehem, when they get back there, which it's Pretty much a miracle they made it back anyways as two women. But she says in Ruth 1, 20 through 22, it says, Don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara, because a lot of like the people recognized her as she came in. She said, Call me Mara, because the Lord has made my life bitter. Very bitter, actually. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me, and the Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. So here's Naomi, and I get it. Like, I, I mean, I don't get it. I haven't lost my husband or kids, but she is just mad. Like, I wanted to say something else, but she is mad. She is so bad at God. She is like, he's done this. He hates me. Even though, again, she's missing that her daughter-in-law, who is a Moabite, stayed with her when she didn't have to. Her daughter, sta her daughter-in-law stayed, and she 
they made it to Bethlehem safe right as the harvest was beginning. And, you know, at the end, we just see that, like, she's so bitter. She even changes her name as their, as her friends and family, I guess, are saying, like, oh, there's Naomi. She's like, no, like, my life sucks, so I'm Mara. And how often do we do that? Like, a friend or a family member tries to point out, like, hey, like, look at what God is doing. But instead, we're like, yeah, but look at everything he's not doing. Look at, look, look at the groceries not, I'm not able to buy, even though, like, someone blessed me with it. I don't know. Like, we just so often miss it. And, like, I'm tired of that. I'm so tired of us missing the good that's going on even as we're walking through the valley or the hard times. And, I, I mean, I even hesitate saying that because I feel like God may test me in that. But maybe I need to be tested in that again. Because if you're too busy looking at all the bad going on, you're going to miss the good of who God is. And I just preached a sermon as we were doing the attributes of God this semester, uh, or not this semester, the sermon series. We, I started it um, December 31st, and we're going to do it through January. And I spoke on how God is sovereign, omnipresent, omniscient, and uh, omnipotent. And I, I said... If you don't know who God is and know how good he is and know his promises, then you're going to miss the good going on in your life, even through the bad. And and Naomi should have known that. She came from God's people. Like, that is her heritage. So she knew that God brought them out of Egypt. She knew all that he did. Yet, she still, you know was just mad. And I'm not, again, I keep saying this, I'm not trying to... to, to belittle what she went through but I just don't want us to miss the big and small blessings God has put in our life because we're too busy focusing on how his plan doesn't look the way we thought it should she missed the greatest gift in front of her and that was God never leaving her side by putting Ruth into her life and then if you continue reading the story Ruth helped show Naomi Christ because they had the redeemer Ruth literally sacrificed so much she went and got the food for them she did so much to show her mother-in-law her love and and Christ because the God of Naomi was now her God. And so often we miss the very miracle of our body just working like it's supposed to. Or the miracle of the sunrise and the sunset. Sometimes I even miss God answering a prayer in my life that happened two seasons ago or six years ago or 20. Well, I'm not... I wouldn't remember that, but for some of you, 20 years ago, because God is always moving and doing. We just sometimes focus on the physical that's right in front of us. So we often miss the spiritual healing that is taking place around us. You know, the second commandment, I'm pretty sure, is do not, oh gosh, I'm, I'm going to mess it up, but it's like, do not have any other gods before me or do not have any idols um, because God did that on purpose because because we so often look at what's right in front of us and miss and forget God. How often am I too busy focusing on my phone or too busy focusing on the task at hand, my to-do list? Oh, goodness gracious. We probably don't need to talk about my to-do list. Um, we're too busy focusing on what's right in front of us that sometimes we make it an idol and focus on it more than we're focusing on God. There, there was intention behind Everything, we say this at our church too, but like it's way more true for God than it is our church. But there's purpose behind everything. God truly 
said, like, put that as a commandment because he would, he knew we would be too busy focusing on the physical instead of the spiritual that's going on around us. And, you know, it's crazy because if you continue reading the story, Ruth has a grandson, or, or not Ruth, uh, Naomi has a grandson who carries on her son's name, which we haven't even talked about, but is a whole nother gift from Boaz, honestly. But anyways, she doesn't even talk about how blessed she is until her grandson is there. And I just want to say that I don't want to only magnify joy and goodness from God when he gives me what I want. I want to magnify him in all things because what if he doesn't? I've shared this before. I lost a baby. I'm not getting that baby back on earth. And like, that sucks. <laughs> I'll never get to see that baby. I, I've asked God to show me that baby in dreams and everything and he hasn't yet. But I'll never get to hold that even if I get a dream. I'll never get to hold that baby here on earth. I will in heaven. But if if I'm like, how would I be able to worship and thank and praise God if I only waited until he gave me that because I'm, I'm not getting it here on earth. We can't wait until God gives us the physical blessing or the things we're asking. We have to find the good and see what he's doing through any and every season he brings in our life. And I, I just pray that as I walk through this life, I don't only magnify the joy that God has placed each into my heart when a physical blessing is present, like, you know, money or your kid's doing something right, but I pray that I notice the not-so-evident blessing all around me, and that can literally even, on the worst day, it can just be that I was able to wake up breathing. I'm not in a hospital. I'm not having to, you know, do anything like that. I'm able to really just focus on little thing. I don't know. I I just feel so convicted in this that I do not want to have a Naomi heart because I often do. And, and my husband even said to me a couple of weeks ago, he was like, Emily, you've, you've got to fix this negative right now. And honestly, I didn't want to hear it. And I was like, I'm not negative. But I really was. And sometimes I do battle a Naomi heart. And there, there have been seasons where I've walked through some really hard stuff. Nothing like she has really, but like walked through really hard seasons. And I'm like, oh, God's against me, but he really isn't. God is for us. The Bible tells us that. And there is nothing he can't do. And he is sovereign. He is good, even when his plan doesn't make sense. And so I just want to ask you this, like, are you battling a Naomi heart? And if you are, are you ready to combat it? Because I want to say this too. You cannot combat it alone. Naomi couldn't. She had to have Ruth. You need people in your life, but you also need to be in God's word and know who God is so you can come back at the enemy and say, God's not against me. God does not hate me. God is not causing all this. This is what God's word says, that he does not allow temptation, that he brings good and perfect things from every from all things. He brings good. There is good in the future. And so... That's my challenge to you. If you are battling a Naomi heart, how are you combating it? And two ways you need to is you need to be in God's word. You need to be in prayer and worship. You need to be in a, a relationship with God. That's number one that, that has prayer, his word, and worship. But then you also need to be with people. Because people will, if they truly love you, they will call you out when you're having a Naomi heart. Because they love you and they want you to see the goodness of God and not miss the blessings that's around you. And if you don't have that, you need it. You need to be in a small group. You need to be in a church. It is all so vital. People don't realize the importance of it until they're in it. And 
if you don't have it, message me. Um, you can email me through uh, at throughtheseasons.emilydavis at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on social media um, because you need that community and I want to help you find that. And so maybe you need to go to counseling. I've been through it. And so covenant counseling in, I'm in North Alabama, but covenant counseling is great. And finding small groups at a church, finding a church family, like that's just so vital. And um, I just pray that, you know, if you know someone who's struggling with this, send this to them. Um, and I pray that God speaks to each and every one of us through it. And so I hope that this all made sense. I hope that you hear my heart behind it. And I just don't want us, I don't want us living in such bitterness and missing what's around. We do need to acknowledge our feelings. We do need to acknowledge what's going on in the bad, but we don't have to stay in that. We can, we can still find good and find God's promises within it all. And so I hope this just really spoke to you if you need to message me go to my website at throughtheseasons.org connect with me send me what you think send me an email um don't forget to subscribe and follow this leave a review and all the things because i just really want to connect with you and i pray that this podcast has helped you in some way or another and so i know that we all walk through hard seasons i know that there are seasons when we do battle a naomi heart But I do pray that we also know that through every season, God is good and we can remain in that promise.